0: Welcome to the Green Heart Living Podcast with your host, Elizabeth Hill.
1: I am so excited to be talking with Ryan Hall and Jamie Williams today about NaNoWriMo. <laughs> um, so let me just do a quick introductions. Um, Ryan Hall is the owner of Royal Hearts Media. He's the author of Written in the Stone and is um, in the upcoming Hello Again, which I have yes. gotten to take a sneak peek at and I'm really excited um, for it to get out into the world. Jamie Williams is the owner of Coordinated Creativity Virtual Solutions and is our, my online business manager who helps me keep my act together and not drop as we grow um, as a uh company greenheart living. Uh, so thank you so much for coming here today and talking with everybody. Love you uh, thank guys. you so, thank <laughs> you
0: so, thank you so much. I'm I'm excited to be here. We got a I think we've got a really awesome and an exciting presentation for y'all here today.
2: Absolutely. Yes,
0: this is so, a very exciting um, project.
1: Yeah. And so um, NanoRIMO. I know it sounds like I'm like casting a spell every time I say it. <laughs> well, you,
2: Jamie, you're
1: the one that told me about it. I'd never heard of what this was before. Can you tell mm-hmm. us what this thing is?
2: I will. Yes. Yeah. So NanoRIMO stands for National Novel Writing Month. So the month of November every year um, is a month to come together and write a whole book. Um, so there is a company called nanowrimo.org. It's not a company, it's a, it's a nonprofit. Um So mm-hmm. their website is nanowrimo.org um, and th- it's a resource to help everyone come together and it's a, a community to build um, support for people, um, people that have written books before, people who have never written a book before to just come together and try their hand at writing 50,000 words in the month of November. So I know that's a very daunting idea, but I think, you know, with, with careful planning, I think it's definitely doable. There are people that, that do this every year. So I think it's a very exciting project to start. Um, so I'm excited to see. So this Uh, began in 1999, but I think they incorporated it as a nonprofit in 2006. Um, Mm -hmm. And please do check out their website. There are lots of resources. There are videos that help you, you know, figure out about world building and um, all sorts of things and planning and preparation. So we'll get to that a little bit later in our stream, but there's lots of planning to happen before you start writing, which you can be doing now, Um, but very exciting stuff. Thank you, Jamie. Yeah. So what we're doing is we're creating
1: a bunch of structures of support um, for people that want to um, expand this idea to any book, right? So um, it can be a fiction book, um, it can be a novel in that way. But it could also be your personal development book, it could be your memoir, it could be, you know, whatever genre that you feel called to write, we are setting up um, some different ways that we can move that book forward, move those, get those 50,000 words out um, during the month of November. Uh, So um, there's, so today what we're going to do is talk about how we can really prepare both our lives and um, our, you know, structures, our schedules and things like that, so that in November we're really in a space to make this happen for us. Um, So before we begin, we're gonna talk about um, what we have to do before we begin. (laughs) So this is, uh, we wanted to make sure um, that we were doing this in October. So there was, um, I think we have a week before, really set things up for November. So um, I know one thing that Ryan mentioned that we wanna make sure we talk about is to not just focus on, okay, I'm sitting down and having the words like, having time for the words to come out, but also having a vision, right? Some type of plan organization. Can you share a little bit about that for us, Brian?
0: Uh, absolutely. When it comes to when it comes to writing a book, and I've written a couple, but when it comes to writing a book, when you sit down and write those words, you need to have, like it has really supported me in having some sort of at least an idea of where you wanna go with it before you even sit down and open up a blank word file. Um, and again, all of, our, all of our practices on writing books, there's as many ways to write a book as there are books. So just because you've got a couple of authors here on a live stream, doesn't mean that we're the only two ways to write a book, just to be clear. But one of, the th- one of the practices that I take on is when I'm writing a new novel especially, is to because I write so much from the character out, from the main protagonist out is that I wanna be able to have an idea of who that main character is, who that protagonist is, you know, what this character is all about. And then you can see my dog doing things in the I background did. here, but, um, <laughs> but to be able to shape the world around that character. This one of the things I did with Written in the Stone, Um, is I had the vision of what I wanted Ethan to be, and then I created the story around that same thing with the same thing that you'll see with hello again. So to be able to create that vision to create that, um, vision of just what the character is about, shape the story around that, um, before I even sit down and open up a blank Word file or Google Docs file. Th- that, that I think, is what we're really aiming for here, is just to have some sort of idea of just what you want to write about before you write it down. But get it on paper first. Get your yeah, idea, that, get your vision on paper first.
1: Right. Ryan, that's a great point. And that, that does translate for... Um, books that are more in the memoir or personal development or that inspirational type book that I'm in the space of writing and helping a lot of clients with where, you know, sometimes where however the muse strikes and you get this vision for the book, sometimes for me, it's been the the name of a book, like I'll actually get the name and then it like comes out from there. Sometimes it's, oh, I need to share this with someone um, else because I know that I've been through something and and I want to share that transformation with other people. So it's not as, not as painful a process, hopefully, for them. Um, and, but it it can be helpful to have like a vision for what the main premise of the book is, an outline. And you don't, some people get really detailed with outlines and that can be awesome, but it doesn't need to be. It could literally be, here's the beginning, here's the middle and the end. Just some type of framework is going to help you going and know that, at any point, these can change as you're writing. I'm sure this has happened <laughs> with you, many, Ryan, many when you're times, writing, like
0: Many, many, happens. many times, yep.
1: But, so it doesn't mean you're locked in, but it does provide a little bit of structure so that you can get the ball rolling. And when you feel lost and don't know what to write about, you go, oh, well, let me look back to this outline and maybe I can write a little bit about this part, right? So it, it does provide that kind of structure. Another kind of, um so i talk a lot about structure and i know that word might make people want to like throw a tantrum um so notice if you're wanting to throw a tantrum when i say that word but it's all things that are like bringing masculine energy to this really cool creative project to kind of make make it flow and that way like we can you know use that creative muse as well as these like structures that will make it happen and bring a book out into the world so I know Jamie I want I'm very excited to hear this how do we get our lives ready for (laughs) NaNoWriMo and I'm going to take notes too
2: oh my (laughs) absolutely so you know like I said 50,000 words is is quite daunting I mean when you break that down if you're writing every single day that's about 1,667 words a day so, and obviously some days may more or less, but overall, if we're looking at that, that's, I mean, that's no small feat. So I think to prepare your life in general in advance is really going to help set you up for success. So, you know, if you think about, you know, and it might take different amounts of time, you know, some people might write faster than others and you might write faster on some days than you do on other days. So when you're, we're going to talk about time blocking in a minute, and that might vary a little bit by that, but Um, you know, take any tasks you can off of your plate in advance. So what does that mean? Maybe you could do some meal prepping beforehand, maybe put some meals together, put them in the freezer, then you could just pop them out, cook them up. You don't have to worry about prepping and taking any time for that. Um, You know, clean your house, make sure that your house is a comfortable place to sit in and work in, you know, uh, maybe Do something a little bit different so that you know this is a a different project it's a, it's kind of special so maybe do something special in your space maybe you know have a bouquet of flowers or something that's just going to remind you to take in the moment and 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 work on this special project so I think those things are, are, are definitely helpful, you know, cleaning your house, getting laundry out of the way, you know, doing any tasks that, you, tasks that you can in advance so you just don't have to worry about them. Cross off anything on your to-do list that you can. If it's something from your job, if it's something from, you know, your, your house, any other projects, just take care of as much in advance as you can, I would say. Mm-hmm. makes the most sense to me.
1: And I think one thing I think you had mentioned before um, was to have conversations with people
2: in your life beforehand, Absolutely. right? Mm-hmm. So that yes,
1: yeah. so that they know
2: exactly what you're doing. And and I will say, nanorimo.org does have some banners available that you can add to your Facebook page so that people know exactly what you're working on this month. Um, and you know put up a post and say, Hey, this is, this is what I'm working on. You know, help keep me accountable, you know, and you can share your, how you're doing as you want with your friends as you go Uh, or not, you know, if you're a little more private, that's fine too. But um, definitely, you know, people that are used to hearing from you every day may not be hearing from you every day. So make sure to set that expectation so they don't get worried. (laughs) Um, And then kind of just going right into time blocking. So I'm a big fan of time blocking and Really, every regard of my life. But um, if you're not familiar with time blocking, it's just setting aside time in advance on your schedule that you are dedicating to this project. So, um, you know, if you're going to be doing, you know, almost 1700 words a minute, that's going to take some considerable time. So, Again, people write at different speeds, but you know, depending on how fast you think you will be writing, you know, and also take into into consideration that you might hit a little bit of writer's block at some point throughout the month, you know. So, you know, my style would be to try to front load as much as possible <laughs> to make sure that if anything comes up later in the month, you know, I have a little bit of wiggle room. But that's just me, you know. So, you know, if you want to set a couple of hours a day aside as your schedule permits. Um, I would recommend doing that, you know, and it could be different times of the day. You might know right now that hey, I'm most productive if I get up before anyone else in my house at six o'clock and just write, you know. But that might not be feasible for everyone. So other people might need to take a breath in the middle of the day and do it, or you know, after they get everything else done for the day, you know, they are most productive in, in the evening. The night owls, you know, drinking coffee, you know, when we used to go to diners all the time, you know, I would, <laughs> I was a night owl, but no more diners right now, but. Um, so it could be different, and it could be different based on the day, you know, based on your schedule, you know, so you might have a morning slot here and an afternoon slot the next day. Um, so it could definitely vary. But um, I would say also based on other responsibilities, you know, some days might be an hour, some day might be six hours, you know, if you have mm-hmm. a good chunk of time to dedicate, then, then great. And I would really recommend if you're putting something on your calendar, you know, honor that as any appointment that you would normally, you know, don't just say, oh, well, you know, this, I'm really busy with this. I'm just gonna move this. Really try not to do that, you know, really dedicate yourself to this project. You know, if something has to be moved, then okay. You know, you know, shift it if you need to, but then maybe try to make up for it later in the week or later, you know, later in the month. Um, So I would say, you know, time blocking is really going to really help with this. I mean, and and you don't even need to stop there. You can time block other things in your life to make space for this. Um, Mm -hmm. So, and if anyone needs to would like to, you know, continue the conversation about time blocking feel free to reach out to me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, very, very important
1: for this project, I think. Yeah. And the other thing that um, I'll say once, when we set aside time and say this is how much this is going to take for like, sometimes i do this with okay i'm cleaning the house and it's literally only going to take an hour and, and once that's done it's done like i don't get to keep going into this you know or i'm going to set aside this time for making these phone calls and once i hit that time it's over and then i get to focus on other things so it's been very helpful for me um ryan what were you gonna say
0: yeah if i could just piggyback on what jamie said life is going to happen and november is a busy month for everybody the holidays you know thanksgiving dinner it's a busy month for everybody and life is going to happen your you know your child may get sick your you may have a big fight with your spouse but i think what i'm hearing from what jamie's been saying is to be as well prepared as possible to be able to mitigate life happening just that little bit Mm
2: -hmm. absolutely those are great points ryan thank you yeah i know yeah and i know for
1: me so i like i am going to be setting aside two hours five days a week to make this happen because i know that in a couple hours i can write 2500 words and that's what i will need to do in order to um because i've already started this practice of doing an setting aside an hour every day and doing a thousand words um, in the morning. And sometimes it can, you know, happen even in a shorter, like 45 minutes it can take me to do those. So, um, and it might be different from you and it's not perfect every day. Um, but, you know, normally I would totally just float into this and be like, whatever. And now I go, wait, I could actually do the math on this, and know how much time I need, which is kind of a neat thing. Oh, I could actually figure this out. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's neat to prepare in that way. Um, and, it, and one thing I wanted to say too, is I always give this avi- advice of a twofold structure for making sure a book gets out of us, right? Which is um, to have these time block, time, um, times on our schedule that we're dedicated to writing. And then also have these times where when the muse strikes and you get this great idea to have a way to write it down um, or or to record it. So if you're driving, like, you, you know, where do you put that, right? Like, do you record that into your phone? Or if you're, or, um, uh, oh, what's her name? I'm blanking on her name. Um, uh, the person who wrote bird by bird. Um, but she says that she wrote, writes everything on um, index cards. So she has all these index cards all over the place, but wherever she goes, she carries a pen and an index card in case, the muse strikes right and when you have those two things like this set aside time and then you have this way because sometimes when you have the set aside time you go what do I write about oh well if you have you can pull out that index card you can listen to that recording on the phone and go oh that's right and it will help you remember and then the words will flow so much
0: easier um so yeah yeah totally you guys should see the like the disjointed mess that my notes app on my phone is that's how I keep track of this stuff I mean one of my one of my absolute favorite scenes in hello again came to me while I was at a red light when I was still living in Alabama so I could not actually write it I had this I, I, I I just pulled out my phone and actually dictated it to the notes app And it turned out to be one of the best chapters in the whole book. So Mm -hmm. there is, you know, you gotta, you, you gotta be able to, I think, find that, like, find that way, as you say, to be able to, to be able to capture the muse when it hits you.
2: Mm-hmm. Right. You know, it's funny you say. It. I I forget what it's actually called, but there's a product that you can get. It's like a dry erase board that you can bring in the shower because who doesn't have great ideas in the shower? And it's waterproof, and you know you can write down all your great ideas for the shower. That's so so awesome! I hadn't what heard. that is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's um, so cool. David, kind of,
0: that just that just blew my mind. Wow. I know, okay. right? amazing?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'll look but and we'll I'll find out what it is now. Yeah. Now yeah. But we
0: have right. Have
2: that. Yeah. Um, but I I will say too, just kind of just to Button up that that time blocking thing, you know keeping track also of how you're doing is going to be important. So like, if you want to have a tracker, even if it's in an Excel sheet, you know, you can write down, you know, have a column for each day, put in how many words you wrote that day so that you can keep track and make sure that you are, are where you need to be. So if you see that, Hey, you know, I've written so much extra this week. Great. I have a little bit of room to breathe next week, or, Hey, you know, what, I really kind of need to ramp it up next week. It's good to keep yourself in check. And it's good to just, you know, maybe take a look once a week or however often is comfortable for you just kind of reassess where you are you know how many words you have out where you are in your in your in your uh, brainstorm in your outline you know like if i'm you know 50% if i have 25000 words am i about halfway through the story or not so much make sure that those things are aligned so i think that'll be important too
1: very cool um yeah and that's one of the reasons i have for i'm going to be setting it up Monday through Friday, like five days a week, because then if I do find myself falling behind, then I can add a chunk of time on those weekend days, right? So there's some wiggle room with the schedule. Um, Okay, so I want to go into now some kind of permissions we're giving ourselves in this, because I know that with writing, with this, we're kind of setting up a very, this is a huge thing, to tackle right it's a it's a big beautiful shiny shiny object goal right so sometimes people relate to that as like if i don't make that then i have to beat myself up over it right and i don't want this to be this is like fun awesome play energy
0: it's not that deep come on
1: (laughs) right we don't need to beat ourselves up over it um so so ryan i want to talk with you about this concept of Um, writing, like how we relate to sitting down and writing, like what, what are we cranking out? Like, what, can you just talk about like
0: how we should approach it? No, absolutely. One of the, one of the things that, and I've heard about NaNoWriMo for years, and I've never really tackled it until I will this year, but one of the things that has always intimidated me about NaNoWriMo is that, The idea is to write a novel in a month, 50,000 words in a month. Now, that really kind of runs into a couple of of problems, at least in my mind, the way that I look at it. Number one is that, are you going to have a complete story in those 50,000 words? Are you going to be able to tell the story about your character and about the world that you've created in those 50,000 words? But the biggest thing is that, are those 50,000 words going to be any good? Is it going to be readable? Is it going to be something that you can eventually turn into a book that people can read one day? So honestly, like I, I have a saying is that you got to get the crap out so the gold can flow. And that is the approach that, that's the approach that I have. writing first drafts which this is essentially what this is is writing a first draft is you got to get the crap out there's gonna there's gonna be some good there's gonna be some absolute gold in amongst the garbage but i think your biggest i think the biggest thing that i'd love to share about that is that find the gold in amongst the garbage and grow that because there's going to be some gold in there. There's absolutely going to be some gold in there, but a majority of it is going to be trash. Like, <laughs> um, uh, and, and and that is no exaggeration either. Like, um, like I think I read a quote. Uh, I I read an interview with um the filmmaker Kevin Smith one time that the first draft that he wrote of the film Clerks. I think he said that he cut maybe 80% of it, that so much of it was just unusable. And he cut like 80% of it and used the 20% that was left and actually created the film that, you know, made him famous all those years ago. So um, yeah, just give yourself permission to just, get the crap out because I know just personally I uh, uh, wrap up here but I feel like a lot of times when I'm writing a first draft the way that I get stuck is that I want to make it good. I want to make it good as I'm kind of, as I'm going out because I'm a writer. I'm a great writer. I have I feel like I have a like I have a a reputation to uphold. And just to give myself the permission to get that lousy first draft out is going to be, it is gonna open up the world for somebody, especially if they have never written a book before, if they're inexperienced at sitting down and crafting drafts and stuff like that.
1: Right, and the, the technical term for this, and I'm about to swear, so if you can't handle swearing like this. You may wanna send term- your children
0: to the other room
1: sent your children. The technical term is a shitty first draft, right? And so that is, you're allowed to write a shitty first draft. And actually, so, you know, a lot of the books that I'm writing, my clients are writing, are in this memoir space, right? They are personal experience that people are writing. Often the first thing that they're writing might be, I tell people, just write it like you feel right now. It might not be pretty. It might not be cleaned up. It might feel like nasty to actually write or to read afterward. But it's important that you get this like venting, like nasty, whatever the writing is out. And then you can go, okay, well, what parts do we want? What can I write next after that space? Because it will be in a more healed space because you've gotten to let that that crap out like you've gotten that that those feelings that had to be shared and gotten out in some way so there's a purpose for it right it's not like just like you said Ryan it's like you could there's a purpose for it because it's actually healing to write it in the process Um, and then you can be left with some amazing gold to share and then you can build off of that so the idea with this month yes 50,000 words get these words out there they can like be crap. Like they don't have to be perfect because if you get those words, then you'll be able to craft an amazing story, whether it's fiction or nonfiction, you'll be able to build off of that once you're in that like editing process and like um, a deeper space. But the intention with this month is really to get words on a page that didn't exist out there before, right? So it's a really exciting, like magical type of
0: experience,
1: and you don't know where a book will go or lead to, which is also fun, right? Like you might have a vision, but you don't know where, where you'll end up with at the end of the month. Um, so let me see here. Um, oh, and the other thought is, at some point life happens, right? So yes, 50,000 words, that's the vision. But if all you did was 10,000, those are ten words, 10,000 words that did not exist, before you you know jumped into this project so rather than feeling sad that we're not you know where we wanted to be we get to be really excited that you created something that never existed before and for many people they have an idea for a book that they've been wanting to do for like 10 years right and this might be the month where you get to like oh finally start to take that action um, and, and to see the results of that. So it will be, I'm so jazzed to see what gets created this one. Totally. And, and, and it's a,
0: <laughs> and, 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 and it's a very, it, it, just play with it. Just give yourself permission to play with it. It's, you know, mm-hmm. even if you're writing a, a deeply personal story which many parts of my last novel are deeply personal but even if you're writing something deeply personal and it's you know it is a like a memoir Mm -hmm. just even if you don't complete those 50,000 words if you just you know if you get 20,000 or 10,000 or whatever that's a hell of an accomplishment that's a really good accomplishment and be proud of that celebrate that and if you, and if it's still chewing at your soul, if that book, if that book idea is still chewing at your soul, keep going. But be proud of just getting the words on on, on paper. Put it because right. just be proud of it, and just keep moving forward.
1: So we've created a bunch of things for this month um, and I'm also giving away free access during this month to some of the things that we do in Writer's Hive um, for people that, so in Writer's Hive, it's a group of people that have either been my clients before, writing clients, and um, or they are current clients and also people that are the professionals in the Greenheart team that help publish the book. So all of us come together as writers have to help support each other. So for during the month of November, I'm giving away access to this for the full month for free. They get, People just need to let me know that they want to be part of it okay there's a way to lot to sign up on my website greenheartliving.com and i'll put that in the comments after this as well um but you could also just message me too um so what that includes is for the month of november we are setting up daily writing power hours so the so a writing power hour is you meet on zoom the first four uh, first five minutes you're sharing with each other what you're going to be working on during the hour and then the last five minutes you're sharing what you have accomplished you can do that live and like talk or if you just want to log on if you don't feel like i just can't talk today you could actually put it in the chat and just say can't can't go on video but here's what i'm working on right so you get that kind of support Um, we have them scheduled for monday through saturday right now Um, and right now we don't have sunday we don't know if we'll we'll just have a day without Uh, power hour that day on Sundays, or we might be adding that as well. Um, We will be doing um, clarity calls with writing coaches um, and Jamie will be doing a clarity call with anybody that wants support around getting their schedule in place. Um, And we are doing them for free with um, people. One call um, totally for free to help you get momentum um, for this month. Um, We also wanna share this idea of accountability buddies which is like a friend that you use as an accountability partner. Um, So you could actually find someone in your life or in the writer's hive, you could connect with somebody and say, hey, can we text every morning and make sure we're doing the thing or like report what we've accomplished, find some ways um, to communicate with each other so that you can keep momentum going forward. Um, We have a few events coming up also. So November 1st, we're doing this, Online event that is how to write a book, and Ryan and Ooh, I. Oh, I'm excited about this. Oh, yes. yes. So and we have published best-selling authors coming on, sharing their experiences in different genres. Right. So we have fiction, we have nonfiction, we have children's literature. Right. We have book how to pull together an actual book collaboration um, with other authors because um, that's an option this month too. If anybody want to take that on, they could like play with that idea. Right? Um, We also have um, our Writer's Hive Mastermind, which is something that we do every month. We get together on Zoom um, and bring our conundrums and our opportunities in writing. And it can be writing, editing, publishing, making money as an author, like any of those things. We bring our things and then we use the other authors as a mastermind to help um, like really investigate whatever that, either a conundrum, a problem, or an opportunity, we can be like, "Oh, you want to create an online course? Let's figure out how to do that and help you generate income from that." So we can we find ways to help each other um, in different ways. I'm um, so those are all the free things. We do have a few little offers that will be um, if people want to build on this. Um, I know Jamie is offering um, some one-on-one sessions to help people make sure their schedule and life works and and things are handled. Um, Ryan is also doing um, some uh, calls to help people get clarity on the writing as they're moving forward, face any writing block that might come up during the month. Um, So they're available to help with that. Um, And I'm mapping out a um, writer's retreat during November. Let's make this happen. Um, so oh, those okay. are some things that we're working on that are, that are paid opportunities. Um, but we're, so we're very excited to offer both those things and all this free yummy goodness that we'll be doing for the month of November as we create our books. Um, so Ryan and Jamie, is there anything that I didn't get to or anything that like struck you as things that you want to make sure that we share that I might have missed? Or that you just thought of while we were talking.
0: One of the things I'd love to add, and I know a lot of us have, um, I mean, Liz and I are both experienced authors, experienced coaches. We know what needs to be done in order to create these sorts of, um, these sorts of big projects. But a lot of people who, uh, who may be uh, watching this Facebook Live or who may be Watching this video on replay, they may have a story idea that's just been chewing at them for years, or they have been like, I've always wanted to write a book. I just don't know how. I've never done this before. This scares me. And let's face it, 50,000 words can be very daunting, it can be very intimidating. But I think the biggest thing that I that I wanna share with, what, you know, with uh, what all of us are doing is that it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be so intimidating. It doesn't have to be so daunting because we all need more things to read in our lives. We all need more storytellers. We all need more people who are willing to share bits of their soul, uh, just to share bits of themselves with the world to make it a better place.
1: Thank you, Ryan. Yeah. And it, this can be a fun and joyous, soulful experience. And thank you both, Jamie and Ryan, for like going into this awesome month with me um, and to share it. Like, thank you, Jamie, for being like, we should probably prepare people. We should probably give them some ideas of how to actually do this. I'm like, you know, that's probably a good idea. <laughs> so hey, uh,
0: hey, uh, 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 hey, Liz, before we wrap up, what's the best way for if they want to participate in our how to write a book event? If they wanna if, if they wanna, you know, join us on November the first, what's the best way that they can do that to sign the up? The best
1: way would be to go to greenheartliving.com backslash NaNoWriMo. Uh so I'll put that underneath. So you know how to spell that little magical um, saying. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's the best way. And then Ryan and Jamie, what's the best way for people to reach out to you individually if they want to set up um, a clarity call to kind of jumpstart them for the month?
2: Mm-hmm. Probably just on Facebook, private message on Facebook would be fine. Um, and I just want to mention also, please don't forget to visit nanorimo.org. There's lots of resources there for you as well.
1: Thank you, Jamie. That's awesome.
2: How about you, Ryan?
1: What's the best way to uh, contact
0: you? Yeah, you can shoot me a DM on uh, uh, here on Facebook or you can email me at royalheartscoaching@gmail.com. Um, and, um and we can set up that time and, and get a little clarity and get some books out into this world. Mm-hmm.
1: Thank you, Jamie and Ryan. And thank, thank you, everybody you. who's diving into this month of November to write a book. Take care. Love you all. Bye, everyone.
0: You. To find out more about Green Heart Living, visit us on our website at www.greenheartliving.com and follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash greenheartliving. This is a production of the LPL Podcast Network.